Welcome, family. It's your guys from the sideline. Guys, I am your host, Twenty, a.k.a. Twan. Got to drop you my Twitter and my Instagram handle here. So it's branding underscore elite for both. And then our email is from the sideline guys with an S at Gmail. And before we go any further, you know, I always got to pass the mic to my co-host because I'm only one half. So go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Appreciate that. What's going on, everybody? This your boy, Charlie, a.k.a. like I always say on every single show. Also go by Bobo as well. So you can call me Bobo also. My twin head is Charlie 8606. Man, drama in the NFL. Andrew Luck retire. Cam Newton get hurt. And then the Lakers signed the White Howard. What is going on in the sports world today? Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got two old heads beefing. Man, we got a lot to talk about, man. Then college football is back with Miami and Florida. Oh, man. But like I always say, man, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it here. So let's start right with the NFL right away, and let's talk about Andrew Luck retiring. I want to get to the big news right away. So, Charlie, I'm going to pass it to you. How do you feel about Andrew's Luck retirement? And then I got a few more comments uh, about the whole drama surrounding that situation as well, too. So I'm going to let you start it up. So passing it back to you. Oh, man, you would put me on the spot, man. I'll you know what I'm saying? You, know oh, you got to put down. me on the spot, man. You the one that played the game more than I did, you know. You know, my – look here, man. My high, my high school coach will not even let me play my junior senior year, man. So why you going to put me on the spot like that, man? You know what I'm saying? That's, you act like I was some type of star or something. I'm just saying, man. You played the game longer than me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I thought you would start over. It's It's cool. It's cool. I respect that. Um, yeah, I mean, man, it's, <laughs> wow. First off, let me just say, I wasn't expecting that. I, when it came across my TV, cause I was watching the Miami and Florida game, which that game was nuts. We're going to get in that in, the, in a little bit, but just to hear, just to see across the screen that breaking news, cause it was breaking news that Andrew Luck retired from the NFL. Uh, my first thought was was that it only could be injury. That's all it could be. His body was tired. Um, the organization has failed Andrew Luck. Let's just start with that. They failed him. The reason I said that the, the organization failed him because early in his career he took a lot of hits, a lot of hits, Swanee. Mm-hmm. Let's just put let's just start with that. Let's just put that out there. As a franchise cornerstone um, quarterback of the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, you're not supposed to let your quarterback, the, like I said, the franchise cornerstone of that organization, take those hits like that as well, um, especially when he's supposed to be the um, next the next paying Manny, which the, to me, the, he could play. Let's just put it out there. He had a big arm in college at Stanford. Um you knew that he was going to be the one. Uh, but he took a lot of hits, injuries. Uh, he couldn't stay healthy. Um, he came back last year, which he won NFL Comeback Player of the Year, led his team to the playoffs. Um, they beat Houston. 
um, in the playoff. I mean, they lost to Kansas City, but, I mean, they, you know, they rallied around Andrew Luck, the whole team did, and he had a good season. You can't fault him from retiring. You can't at all. His body is tired. He's looking at the longevity of his life. The man just got married. The man wants to start a family. And he doesn't he doesn't have the love for the game no more. And when you don't have the love for the game no more, then it's time to hang it up. It's time to be done and over with. Um, I did not see this coming, but I do respect the man's decision because the man gave his all to the game that he loved definitely, to play. Definitely. And I take my hat off to him. Um Lane, he's one hell of a competitor. Um granted he didn't get he didn't give the Colts a ring. Um, like the Colts, like the Colts were, were supposed to, but hell, you couldn't, you didn't protect them. You didn't put a line in front of them. You just started putting a line in front of him um, this past couple of off seasons, uh, as well. When you draft the lineman, you know um, that guard position. Then you drafted this up this, this past draft. You know you you added more protection. Then you added some more playmakers, um, as well. But it was a little too late. That's just how I look at the situation um, with that. But I'm a, I'm gonna throw it to you. What do you got to say? Because I mean, again, I again at the end of the day, there's more than life besides football. You know what I'm saying? Like again, mm-hmm. you got to live your life at the end of the day. You know, it, football is here today, gone tomorrow. You know, that's how I look at it. But I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go ahead and chime in. I feel like I've said enough, in my opinion. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, um, here's my thoughts. I'm pretty much right on the greens with you on uh on, on everything you said. You know, Andrew Luck did come in and, and get hit a lot right away. Um, as a matter of fact, it ended up working out in his favor that the Saints did start to get better and put some talent around him. You know, um, but it took too long to develop. If you want to say, at, uh, if you look at it. Uh, from a standpoint as well, too, especially on that offensive line, you yeah. know, because, again, when he got drafted, they brought in, you know, um, tight ends and they brought in wide receivers. They brought in a bunch of playmakers. For him, you know, for him to get the ball with the offensive line, they took too long to get that together for him, and that's why he got hit so much, you know. That's yep. why he started taking, you know, these injuries where he started missing time. Uh, it actually reminds me of uh, Derek's car, older brother, David Carr, um, when he first came into the league for Houston Texans, when they were the uh, expansion team, uh, he came in and he never even had a true chance. You know, I, the Houston Texans ruined his career because they brought, uh, when they did the expansion for them, if a lot of people remember, they did a, a draft and they took players from other teams and drafted them over. So basically, uh, the Houston Texans never did figure out that line for, for David Carr and it was too little too late when they actually did, which ended up ruining his career. The man was watching over his shoulder every time he dropped back. He wasn't the same player he was coming out of college, and I think that was ruining his career. So fast forward into Andrew Luck. Yes, again, like I mentioned earlier, um, you drafted the pieces um, around him, the playmakers around him, uh, but you didn't figure out that offensive line too late, and those injuries uh, were sustaining started to become – you know, more bigger uh, injuries and issues, which, you know, led to this point here. So uh, that uh, that also being said, you know, it's just like I respect his decision to go ahead and retire. 
yeah, it was shocking for everybody, but it's his life, his body, like you mentioned earlier, Bobo. He has a wife now, and he wants to, you know, start working on the family. And, you know, you always hear from other, you know, players who's uh, been injured, um, whose career ended too early. You hear from players, uh, uh, they, their careers ended too early because of injury. You hear from players who decided to retire early, like Gronkowski. Um, I know everybody's seen his uh, recent interviews, how he lost the passion. Uh, for the game because of all the injuries and how he was, you know, laying in bed crying because he couldn't move, you know. So that's another one, you know, who was recently retired. And we could talk about other players that retired early. But we could also talk about players who had to retire early because they sustained so many injuries. We could talk about players who – Tony Romo. Yeah. Um, we could talk about players who lasted long, like uh, Antoine Randall um, from Chicago, um, who did an interview and – uh, you know, a couple years back, and he had said if he knew his body would feel the way it felt now, um, he would have stuck with baseball because he was a very uh, talented baseball player, and he was actually drafted to an MLB team. You know, he could have been still playing in the MLB right now because everybody knows when you play in the majors, you know, you could play a long time because you're not taking those type of, you know, football injuries here. <laughs> You know, his in his in his article he mentioned how, you know, it's hard for him to walk downstairs in the morning. I seen one with uh Ladanian Thomason said he gets out of bed, he can't really bend his knees, he has to like slide his feet across the floor to get out of bed and make it to the and make it to the bathroom, you know, because it takes a while for his joints to start moving. You know, so these are the injuries that these guys go through, you know, and even if it doesn't end their career early or they don't decide to retire early, in the long run, their body is hurting so bad that these are the things that they have to deal with when they do actually retire. So, again, mm-hmm. it's Andrew Luck for making that decision. You know, we know he's always going to love the game, but he don't love it enough to, you know, keep going through what he had to go through, where it was, you know, sustaining an injury, not being at a play for his team had to go through the grueling, rigorous, you know, uh, rehabs and then get his body back in camp shape. You know, we're talking about two different types of in shape. You got to get yourself in shape. Um, you have to get your body right through the injuries first, and then you got to start lifting weights again. You got to start running again. So you got to get back in football shape as well, too. And as a quarterback, the quarterbacks don't take hits in camps, so they don't start taking a first hit until they get up the third preseason game, if the coach even allows them to play in that one. So, again, he didn't want to go through that no more. And, you know, when your body starts to rest and recuperate, you know, those players in their mind, they start to be like, man, I don't want to go through this. I've seen interviews with Brian Urlacher that said if there was one thing he didn't have to do, he wished he didn't have to go through, like, the training camp part of things anymore, and he probably could have played a little bit longer, you know. So, it, it's they they bodies take a toll. It takes a toll on them. So again, I I respect the decision, man. So that also being said, I'm gonna jump on them fans. I'm gonna jump on that right now because I was really agitated. I mean, they pissed me off. Excuse my language, family and friends and new listeners and subscribers. But I'm being blunt with it. There's no reason, absolutely no reason at all, to ever boo a man who decided. To end his career, he gave you everything he had. Every player that goes out there and make it this far, they giving you themselves. They giving you, you know, insights to their lives, and they put their life and their bodies on the line for a game that they love, and to win your city a championship. You know, it doesn't always happen, but they giving you everything they had, and they leaving it all out there on the field. 
So for y'all to be so disrespectful and boo that man just because he wants to end it, you know, and wants to save himself of what mentioning stories like I just mentioned earlier or going through what he what he had to go through to get back to playing shape again. Absolutely wrong. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's despicable. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. You got people talking about they want to, you know, refunds on the seat tickets. Tell you what, get your refunds. And if I was the Indianapolis coach, whoever's in charge of all that, I'd make sure your name is on the list. So when they start winning again, you would not be allowed to get season tickets again. You'd be lucky, be lucky if I would even allow you to buy a ticket to be so uh, just downright despicable, you know, the way you treated that man. You know, it was hard enough for him to, you know, even tell his, uh, tell his coaches and the GM and didn't even get a chance to tell his teammates how he wanted to because everybody got to leak a story first right away. Everybody got to be the first one to drop some info. Couldn't nobody keep it in house and allow him to do it the right way and then just ruin everything. So, Charlie, I'm going to pass it back to you. What's your thoughts on these fans and how they treated Andrew Luck after he walked off that uh, that field on that preseason game? Yeah, I mean – you, I mean, I, you was very passionate about, you know, about the fans doing what, you know, what they did. I, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna kind of play devil's advocate, you know, like you kind of play devil's advocate with me. I'm kind of play devil's okay. advocate a little bit, you know. Okay. I mean, on one hand, I get it as far as the fans go because I mean, he was at the game, you know, at that preseason game when the news broke, which again was breaking news. Still, I feel like it's still breaking news. So I get the fact that he was at the game and he was on the sidelines and then the fans, you know, the fans felt the way they felt because, you know, uh, they feel like that, you know, the Colts are Super Bowl contenders, which, you know, you got to help the Andrew Luck and then the team that they have built, that they have built with Mac and T.Y. Hilton and Funches and, you know, their core tight ends and, the old line is reshaped and, you know, it's going to be better than with a proven defense. I mean, yeah, you, you're very optimistic as a Colts fan um, as well. Um, so I, I get the fact about, you know, them being frustrated where they were in the booing part. But on the other hand, you can't boo somebody that gave you over, over six years of their career to that organization, to that city, put his life on the line. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. To put, you know, he gave his, he, he put his life on the line every single day, you know, just to be able to win games as well. You can't do that. You gotta, you gotta, you, he, he deserves more respect in that aspect as well. Um, I don't, I didn't like the boo. I, I could get, I, I get the frustration, but you don't want to boo the man on top of that, you know, it's sort of like the like the utmost disrespect, and I get it. You know, um, we just have our little small podcast, you know, so we're not big time like first take and undisputed and first things first and things of that sort of nature, whatever. And they, you know, they they pretty much went, was agreeing with the fans. That's why I kind of was playing the devil's advocate because at the end of the day, you could be frustrated as a fan that you know probably was your favorite quarterback. Is retired, you know, has retired on you two weeks before the season, but he has no right to be booed at all. He's a, 
he's a man at the end of the day. You know, life goes on besides football. Uh, you got you to gotta be more respectful there. You got to have better class than that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not taking up for the fans at all. I'm just playing the devil's advocate. That's all I'm doing. Um, kind of just saying, 20, if that was Mr. Trubisky, you know, let's just say six, seven years down the road, he up and retire. You know, because of the you know the hit the toll that was taken on his body from the hits in the NFL, I wouldn't boo him. I'd be upset. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't boo him. Why would I Why boo would somebody? Go ahead. Why would you be upset? Why would, you be upset? Nah, well, I would be I would I would be upset for the fact that the matter is is that because I you know because like you retire and like you are a franchise quarterback, I wouldn't boo him. I'd just be upset. You know what I'm saying? I would, I'd be, I want to ask my refund. Cause I'm like, I don't, you know, like that's a little too extreme, but I'll just be upset for the fact like, man, like my, my quarterback for my team, you know, is, is retiring. And it's like, what we going to do? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, are we going to do, we got a plan in place? You know, what's going on, but I'm not going to boo the man. I, you know, I will respect his decision at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, life goes on outside the NFL. But I wouldn't boo him. I would respect his decision, but I wouldn't boo him at all. You see what I'm saying? You can be upset. You can be frustrated, but you don't. You can't take it that far and boo and ask for your money back and rip up his, you know, burn his jersey and talk trash. I wouldn't do all that. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't have to play the game. He don't have I'm to play. <laughs> And, you know, maybe, you know, you can uh, elaborate your, on what you mean by upset as well, too. So you're, uh, so the fans and the family can understand where you're coming from. Because uh, to me, before you answer that, to me, yeah. uh, uh, like Barry Sanders um, outside of Washington, Excuse me. Barry Sanders was my, uh, my other favorite running back. And he, you know, retired abruptly like that as well, too. I didn't get upset with Barry Sanders at all. You know who I get upset with? I get upset with the Detroit Lions, and I ain't even a Detroit Lions fan. But I knew uh, that Barry was upset about his coach, about his team, and about the way things was going. He didn't feel like that team was going the right direction. He didn't like the play calling. He didn't like anything about it. And he was losing a passion for the game. He was already sick of losing for an organization. They only won a few games there, and he only been in a few playoff games. And he was done. He had it. So I wasn't upset with his decision to retire. He was, you know, he had every right to. I was upset with the Detroit Lions for making that move. That, that's where I'm alluding to, if that makes sense. So you pretty much, uh, what you just said, that's what I was alluding to. His reason, you know, the, what, like you said, with Barry Sanders, there was reasons why behind his retirement. That's why I would be upset with that. You see what I'm saying? But I wouldn't boo the man. You can, you can as a, as a fan... You can have the right to be frustrated. You have the right to be upset. Especially, like I said, I'm not. I'm not condoning the booing. I'm not condoning that at all. Like that. Like that was just disrespectful. I'm not condoning it at all. But as a fan, you can have the right to be upset. You can have the right to be frustrated. Especially if you know if you're a playoff team and you know you can compete for a championship. Especially you know with a quarterback like Andrew Luck, and you know like the team that's that's put around him. And then you're like, okay, we're going to, you know, like, okay, we finally, our quarterback, you know, he's he finally back. You know, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm speaking for, like, what the fan is thinking of their team. That's what I'm looking at. But I'm not going to boo. I'm not going to do that at all. Like, that just, that was just, that was just very classless. Like, that is very classless. Like, you, you don't do that. You don't do that at all. Like, 
again, you could you could be upset, you could be frustrated as a fan, but you don't have to boo that man. Like that man took a lot of his twenty. Like, man, I've I, I mean, I watched some highlights one um, a couple of days ago, twenty of him when he first. I mean, man, he took some hits. I mean, he was bending sideways, highways, byways, front. I mean, man, he. I'm sure I'm like, I, he's still standing? And it's like, again, that's why, I, like I mentioned earlier, that's where the organization, I fought the organization for his retirement because instead of him just getting him a bunch of playmakers, they should have made sure that they put an old line in front of him. Look at the look for them. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. Look what they, look what they did. Instead of them just getting a bunch of playmakers at one point, they, they drafted a bunch of linemen to set up for the future to protect the corporate line. Now, granted, Tony Romo, he just can't stay healthy at all. He was just, he was just like a, like a noodle. He just can't stay healthy. But it's kind of paying off for that Prescott. You see what I'm saying? Because you have an old line that can protect your franchise quarterback. You see what I'm saying? And you know you have a franchise quarterback. That's what I'm alluding to, Twine. So what you're saying about the Barry Sanders, you know, the comparison a little bit, you know, as far as like what the you know the organization, what they didn't, you know, like the, you know the, the team was structure wise. That's what I was alluding to, of uh, being upset and frustrated because it's just like man, it's like if we didn't protect if we didn't protect him earlier in his career when he first came out, we wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't be contemplating about retirement. And then not only that, there was also reports out there saying that he he was with. Peter King he did an interview with Peter King and he said he was getting ready for the he was he was getting ready for the upcoming season. You know, he was getting ready you know, he's getting his body stuff ready for the upcoming season that he might end up playing week one. I don't know, um, as well. Now also there was a report out there saying he was contemplating about retirement as well too also. So again, I don't know what to believe, but again, the man is retired the man is retired, but again, there's no reason for the booing at all. There's there's no reason at all. Like you got to show that man the utmost respect, better respect than that. I'm just leaving it there. Absolutely. I'm just leaving it there. Yeah, absolutely. There's no reason for the booing at all. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, <laughs> excuse me. But I mentioned about Barry Sanders. Then that's who the fans should be upset with, upset with as well. Yeah. You need to be upset with the coach. Don't be upset with. Don't be upset with Andrew Luck at all. There's no reason to boo him. You boo your GM. You boo your, you know, your team president. Uh, you boo, you know, your owner. But not, you know, getting this right, getting this corrected, getting this yeah. sooner than later. That's what you be upset with. You don't be upset with that place. You know, it's not like he was holding out. It's not like he was trying to take the money right. or, you know, come come back to the team and just sit on injury reserve and collect all this money that y'all paying him and not play. He did a very honorable thing. He was like, hey, I'm going to hang it up. I'm not going to, you know, you know, hold this team back any longer. I can't do it anymore. He did all the right things, and y'all turned around and booed him. And didn't get a chance to do it the way he wanted to because right. you always got to try to be the first one to break a story. You know, couldn't allow him to do it his way and at least talk to his team first before breaking it. You got to do it in the middle of a game. If the game hadn't even started yet, you, I mean, that's just, that's upsetting too, man. It's just like something's got to be respected on some type of level with the media. 
and 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 you just hit on something before we move on. You just you hit on something right there. It was during the game, like in the third or fourth quarter of the of the preseason game. So I get where the fans are frustrated at right there because it's just like, man, wait a minute, like wait 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 a minute, who Andrew Luck? Wait a minute, in Indianapolis, our quarterback. So I get it. But you, you still don't boo. You don't do that at all. You you don't. You don't at all. Like, you got to show much more respect than that. Way more respect than that, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just don't do it. And like I said, your frustration ain't with him. Excuse me. It's them, uh, again, the team itself. Because they're the reason he's in that position. They mm-hmm. are the reason that, he, you know, he has to retire. You know, yep. I didn't see nobody go and boo, you know, again, Gronkowski, you know. I mean, he, you've seen the injuries he's going through. I understand y'all, they just won a Super Bowl. But then nobody go out there and boo him. They didn't, you know, be classless and be like, oh, mm-hmm. just want to go out there and party and this and that and the other. Because we know how Gronkowski get down. He seems like to party. Right. He seems like to have fun. But they team ain't out there booing him at all because he retired. They right. respected that man's decision and respected that he put it, left it all out there on the field the same way Andrew Luck did. So there's never any reason at all you should be booing that man and, uh, and, and, and treating him that way. I, you know, and, I, and that's how I believe it. So anybody want to take it up with me, yeah, you got the Twitter handle, you got the <laughs> handle, you got the email address, come and holler at me. So straight up. I already gave you examples of mine. I can go with Michael Jordan. I already talked about Barry Sanders. I can keep it going. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's their life. You respect that their life. Mm-hmm. Their decision. They, this is a game that you don't even play. None of us have been good enough to make it to the pros. I don't care what type of sports I play. I will be the first to hit. I wasn't good enough to make it to the level they make it at. Okay? So I don't talk about things I did in the past or anything like that. None of us was good enough to make it in the pro. So when they say it's time for me to hang it up, it's time for them to hang it up, and I'm respect that. You left it all out there on the field. I'm mad. I'm upset. I may be mad at the organization if it was a situation like, again, um, like Andrew Lux or you know, David Carr when he was at the Texans. It would be upset them, but I ain't never going to be mad at that person who you know, tried everything he could for my team to win them a championship. This is a game for us, but for them, it's their life, it's their livelihood, that's their careers. Think about that before you start booing somebody else. Despicable. Again, I hope y'all don't win nothing, and if you give up your tickets, I hope that you do not get any type of tickets ever, not even a single ticket. And go ahead and sell them, because I heard the Jacksonville Jaguars player want to buy them, and he want to give them to a worthy cause, give it to underprivileged kids and sick kids so they can go to the games out there in Indianapolis. I respect that. So go ahead and give up y'all tickets, because y'all going to deserve them. Give it to somebody who do deserve them. So we're going to go ahead and move on from that conversation here, because like I said, I'm getting fired up again, man. <laughs> hey, hey, I said what I had to say. Man, I, I said what I had to say, too. Just absolutely ridiculous here. So um, let's jump ahead a little bit. Uh, we're going to stick with football here real quick before we hit a commercial break. Uh, next week, next Thursday, it's the big one. It's going down. It's the Bears and the Packers. Game one, NFL season. Charlie, I'm passing to you. What's your thoughts? What's your thoughts? I know you're getting hyped like I'm getting hyped. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Yeah, what you got? 
My thoughts is let the games begin. I don't want to touch too much on it, just for the simple fact I'm gonna wait to wait till we do our next show, so I can really really break it down. But yeah, I mean, hundred NFL season. Um, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers was two teams, right? Richard, two teams. Get these, get the leagues together. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, you got Aaron Rodgers versus Khalil Mack. I mean, so many storylines that's gonna come into play. But like I said, I don't want. I'm not gonna touch on it too much because, like I said, I'm gonna wait to next, next, next week's show to touch on it more and kind of go from there. But I'm very excited. Uh, man, it's. I just waiting for kickoff. Just you know, hundred NFL season. Uh, what what well, what a better way to start off with two storied rival teams um, that don't like each other. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I do not like the Packers <laughs> at all. I'll put that out there. Um, I mean, I respect the or I respect any organization, of course, um, as well. But let's just let's let's just keep it one hundred. And the one for Papa Bear, there wouldn't be no Packers. So that's just kind of yeah. history lesson real quick. Yeah. So we all know who Papa yeah. Barry is. So, you know, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, definitely excited. Um, it's getting close. Uh, first game of the season. You know, everybody want to make commercials about the double doink and this and that and everything. And, you know, they making double doink bobbleheads and, you know, they making stuff where we had in Wisconsin 20 about the double doink and, I'm like, okay, so they trying to make the Bears laugh at stock. That'll work, okay. All right, but wish they fail to realize that, you know, we got to play on our team. Ha ha, that's gonna have the last laugh, you know. But like I said, I ain't gonna get too much into it. You know, I'm gonna wait till next week to be able to elaborate a little bit more. So I'm just, I'm gonna pass it to you. You know, let you feel how you feel. Say what you need to say about next week, because again, it's coming. It's, it's the countdown is on. <laughs> it's on, man. <laughs> Uh-huh. Hey, I'm going to keep it short and to the point, too. Hey, I don't care nothing about that double doing. Whatever the Pakistan fans and Wisconsin fans got to do to make themselves feel better about having another losing season, another missed playoff season, you go right here because, again, the Bears is still top of the division. I don't mm-hmm. care what you're saying about Minnesota being the top. There will be no drop-off. You know, the Packers, y'all going to see it right away. And the Packers, which y'all are going to see for Packers fans or just NFL fans in general, y'all are going to see a struggling team who has a brand-new head coach on the offensive side of things. You're going to see a defense that was depleted um, by free agency. I know they went out there and got them some free agents. But, you know, are they the fix? You know, are they – you know, replacement. You know, you're trying to replace a Clay Matthews. You're trying to replace a Mike Daniels. You know, with guys who, you know, had technically one good season before they came over to the Packers. It wasn't on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. So those to think about. You know, when the Bears landed Khalil Mack, he was a guy who already had consistent, you know, seasons. This was a defensive MVP. This was an all-pro. You're not – the Packers didn't pick up guys like that. You're picking up a guy, you know, or two guys or three guys who coming off a good season, you know, granted, I'm going to get props where it's due, but, again, it wasn't consistent. You know, it was just like that was a breakout. That was a breakout going into um, going into the free agent, you know, period. You know, they had mm-hmm. to have a good season to land that good contract, and they did that. But 
Um, I got other friends. Bobo will tell you, too. You know, when we talk sports, one thing I always look at is a player who hasn't been consistent, you know, who ends up playing their behinds off when it's contract year. So I'm always leery of players like that. Don't like it at all. I don't want that type of player on my team because it's like, don't wait till play, you know, till you get to the end of your contract to start balling because we already know what it is. Because once you get your money, you ain't motivated no more. So I don't want to get it like that. I want a player who was consistent from the very beginning and didn't need money to motivate them because you already get paid a bunch of bucks anyway. You know, so that's how I look at it. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. I can't wait for it. It's going to be in Chicago. It's going to be 720 Central Time. Y- y'all be ready. It's going to be fireworks out there. But in the end, you know, the Bears going to dominate. They're going to dominate. It ain't going to be like last season when it was in Green Bay. It ain't going to be no comebacks. There ain't going to be none of that. It's going to be a whole different story. Please believe it. Please believe it. So, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take this quick commercial break, let y'all hear a word from our sponsors, and we got more, more, more sports for y'all. So, y'all, 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 y'all stay tuned with us. We'll be right back. This is from the Sideline Guys. Welcome back, family. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to a word from our sponsors. We always got to show love from Anchor who take care of us and they take good care of us. So, from the sideline, guys, we're back, and we just about to jump into this college football. We had an awesome game uh, last Saturday on the uh, on the college football side of things, which was Miami versus uh, the Hurricanes versus the Florida Gators. So, Charlie, what do you think about that game? Did Miami actually lose this game, or did Florida win this game? You know, did you know who took it from? You know, who 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 took control of this game? Because before I let you answer that, uh-huh. you know, it was first quarter seven to three, Florida was up on Miami. Then second quarter, Miami took over, shut shut Florida out. Um, you know, went up ten ten zero in that quarter alone. But then the third quarter, Miami got shut out. It was ten to nothing in that third quarter, and then the fourth quarter it was seven seven. So we know what the final score was. It was twenty four twenty Gators. So again, did uh, did the Gators just take control and win it, or did Miami, you know, just get? What's your thoughts? Appreciate it, man. Um, to answer that question, Miami lost this game. Um, and, and, and before and before I begin, shout out to you know um, our guy Lajean, Miami Hur- you know Miami Hurricanes guy, you know what I'm saying um, diehard lawyer fan, and you know I was we was conversing back and forth me and him um, Saturday in our own little group chat Saturday night, you know while we were watching the game, and he was kind of breaking some things down to me about the particular players to you know that should get going and you know and go from there, um, but yeah Miami lost this game man. Um, the reason I say Miami lost this game because Miami had a chance. Miami had a chance to win this game. And when I say that is because when you can force the number eight team in the country to, to four turnovers and you only get, and you only have one turnover, you guys won the Miami won the turnover margin, but they, they couldn't capitalize 20. I think they may only score like 10 points off a turnover per se. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami did. But the key thing to me was, the reason Miami, why Miami lost because Miami gave up big plays, gave up big plays, but they also gave up ten sacks. They gave up ten sacks. When you got a when you got a, a true freshman at the left tackle, 
A true freshman, Twani. Not a mm-hmm. redshirt freshman. A true freshman at the le- at the left tackle spot, and then at the right tackle spot, you got a, a redshirt freshman. And then your your line, your your interior line, is some you know uh, so a couple sophomores and maybe a junior here, a, a junior. I, I believe the center is uh, is, a, is a junior. Well, I was seeing, I can't believe, but I know that the you know couple in, the interior they're, they're sophomore. You have a young line like that, and you're going up against a defense like Florida with those ferocious linebackers. Uh, man, it's just it just it just tells you something, man. It just you you know you you was gonna you was gonna see that you was gonna see that they was very inexperienced. So you you know so you saw the quick you saw the quick passes. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. my Ten sacks. That's not going. That's not going to cut it. But don't get me wrong. Now, the quarterback, the quarterback from Miami, he was composed because he was a redshirt freshman. Twenty. He didn't play like a redshirt freshman. He played like a redshirt junior or a senior. He was composed. He made some plays with his feet. He kind of held the ball a little bit too long, but he did get out to his playmakers, which was in Dallas, and then the tight end, which the tight end I do like. That tight end is nice for Miami. But when it was all said and done, Twani, Florida did what they had to do. Florida made big plays. They got big yardage. And then their defense started with their linebackers. Their linebackers made big plays, Twani. I mean, man. You know, um, a couple of their linebackers had almost, you know, had a, had a sack here and there, a couple sacks. So Miami lost this game. And then Miami missed a field goal, and then they fumbled on the pump return, which set up a Florida touchdown. That was crucial. It was just, you know, 20, it, it was a lot, man. It was just like, wow. You know, it's just, man, it was just, it was, I was like, wait, wait a minute. But I saw a Miami team. That's gonna that's you know that's that you know their defense was pretty good for the most part too because they called four turnovers. Um, I'm not so on the quarterback for Florida at all because he played careless. And don't get me wrong, he had two touchdowns, but he also had two interceptions as well, two bad passes. And I think he had a fumble too, if I'm not mistaken. He fumbled as well. He couldn't handle. He couldn't hang on to the ball. So um, yeah, they won. But they easily could have lost this game, so that's why I say that Miami lost this game versus Florida winning the game. Not taking nothing away from Florida at all. That's why number uh, number uh, number eight ranked team in the nation. But if they quarterback played the way he played this past Saturday, they're not going to be number eight, especially not in the SEC. You know, we all know about the SEC is tough. Mm-hmm. That is that is my take on that. Why man, it was a good game. It was just is man, twenty. It was. I was glad college football was back, man. But I mean, twenty. That tight end Jordan, he nice. He's nice. He's nice. And then the running back Dallas is nice too. They got Miami got some playmakers, but that defense for Florida twenty. Man, oh man, oh man, man. Campbell Miller, especially Greener. That dude is nice. Those linebackers, they set the tone. That that D line, them linebackers, they set the tone. Yes, they mm-hmm. did. Especially Campbell and Greener. I mean, they were they were swarming to the football, Twani. They just, right. you know, they were there. They they were there. You know, um, you got to get credit to that defense, the front, as well, and their experienced defense, the front as oh, well, too, also, as well. So, yeah. that is my take on that. Okay. 
I'm only going to disagree with you on one thing. Okay. Um, I know you said that, you know, uh, Jaron Williams of Miami, you know, did he played more like a red shirt junior. And I, I understand where you kind of coming from and stuff. Mm-hmm. You think he was a little poised. But I think he was a little rattled at the same time because he, he wasn't accurate enough. You know, he was 19 to 30. You know, he was 214 yards total. Yeah, he did average 7.1. So that, you know, you got to give, you got to yeah. look at the average. Is, is that uh, more of, you know, him throwing the ball downfield average or is that him, you know, getting to his playmakers and they're making the runs after catch type plays? You know, for those who watch the game, you know, really, really study the field to break okay. that one down. Excuse me. Total QBR ended up being 17.1 and he had no interception. So that just shows his inaccuracy there. So I think that had a lot to do with what they lost as well, too, because like you said, you're hanging with the number eight team in the country here. You have a running back who had almost 100 yards rushing and almost, yes. point, almost eight yards to carry running the ball, you know. So they should have kept that going. He only had 12 touches, you know, and the same running back, you know, Dallas, who you already mentioned, Bobo, he had four catches for 37 yards and averaged 9.3 yards a catch. So that again, you know, that that goes to show, you know, that you know the playmakers were making the plays, you know, after the catch type deals, you know, here. And, um, and, go, ahead. go ahead. No, and, and that's fine, but again, he this is his first game, so there was some jitters. You see, you see what I mean? And yeah. th- there were jitters for him. So mm-hmm. I, I get where you I, I get where you coming from as far as you know with the QBR, but he didn't throw no interception. Yeah, I get he was nineteen for thirty, but he didn't throw no interceptions for his first game, especially on a Saturday, a Saturday night game as well, in a hostile environment like that, as well, especially two teams that you know that don't like each other. They don't. My, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that rivalry was real. I mean, that that's a that's a college all football rivalry. Is unreal. All of them. Yeah, Florida that, State, Florida Gators, <clears throat> Miami Hurricanes, them 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 rivalries run deep, and I'm a FSU fan, so I right. I can't stand the Gators. I was, you know, I was, I only rooted for Miami. <clears throat> Excuse me. Particular game because I hate the Gators more than I hate Miami. Actually, you gotcha. I hate Miami. Um, I actually got mad respect for Miami because they've always had some. Some pretty good things. Yeah, they gave my Florida, uh, Florida State Seminoles some battles. You know, so you know there's been you know a, a ton of you know what I'm saying really good players that came from those two schools alone. Right, and the pros. Not taking any anything away from Florida, but that 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 rivalry there. You know, uh, man, I, I I don't even want to get into it, man. I got you. It's, I got you. I got you. And so, again, is that, you know, by him being his first game and the way he performed, now, I get it. He was holding the ball on a little bit too long. Daddy was, you know. But at the end of the day, I I was okay with his performance. I was because by him being his first game and him seeing that pressure that he saw, because, man, you could tell, like, those tackles were freshmen times – 25 and a half gazillion because they were coming for him. They were, they were coming. They were coming so, from the left. And from, 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 go ahead. So with that being said, again, this is why Dallas should have had more touches running the ball. They were stopping him. For a young player. <laughs> they were, but they were, they, they, right, they were, but, stopping him, bro. 
they, they, seven point nine yards to carry. Right. Twelve carries. When they had one run for fifty yards that ended up being a touchdown. Right. Get that ball going to Right. Keep it going because you got to take the pressure off the young quarterback. And then and, when you when you passing that ball, you got to you got to set your quarterback up to get the short passes out there. And if they start keying in, if they start keying in on the short passes, then you allow him to go long. That's what they were. That's what they were doing, Twani. That's what they were doing. That's what that's what I was alluding to. They were that's what they were throwing the short passes. They were throwing the quick passes here and there. He was getting into his playmakers. But again, it was his first game. But again, it wasn't always there at one point though for Dallas. It wasn't at all. You can ask, you can ask Lajee. It wasn't there at first. Because I remember, because I remember, I would be like I said, we have our own little group chat. I was like, like, see, what's going on with the? With, he was like, what's going on? I was like, man, what's going on with Miami? He's like, we got to get Dallas going. That's exactly what he said. We got to get Dallas going. And I was like, who is Dallas? He was like, our running back. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, like, wait a minute. So yeah, so he wasn't getting going at first. He started getting going later on as the game progressed. He started to get going, but at one point he wasn't getting going. You know, it was a tight end, which I said that that tight end is nice. But I get everything that you're saying, though. You know, he he nice. That tight end nice. He nice. I mean, he got that speed. He man, he ooh, the way he went over that safety trying to get that touchdown. That man, man, that safety was small. You thought like man, that safety shouldn't have been there, man. I was like, I was like, okay. So I so again, Miami Miami's gonna be fine. Um. They're only going to get better as the season progresses, as well. Um, Miami got to see. got to get together too. Yeah, like, they do. Uh, example, right away in that first in that first quarter, you know that little short, quick out pass yep. to five receiver number one, and he pretty much went through every arm tackle. Yes, he had one <laughs> blocker, and he had three. Four, I'm looking at the highlights again here as, as we speak, uh, family and friends. We're looking at three, four people that touched this man or was right there in the area that could have, you know, just knocked this guy down. He ain't that big. That guy looked like he's my size. So give you my size, I'm only uh, five foot eight and I'm 175 pounds. You know, this dude just went through arm tackles like it wasn't nothing. He, I mean, he got speed, obviously, but, you know, it was just like, Oh come on now! You you can't allow that to happen. You can't right. allow that to happen at all. And I had you know? right. And I mentioned that earlier when we when you had first asked me yeah. the questions that they gave up big they gave up big plays. That was one of the big plays, right? And you can't do that. You cannot do that because you're you're missing tackles. You you can't do that. So you're right. Miami got to get that defense together. But also on the flip side of it, uh, Florida quarterback got to get it together too as well. Especially, you're talking about you know you coming from another you tran I believe he transferred if I'm not mistaken he transferred to Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida quarterback. Yeah. Nah, no, he played there last year. He played last year. Okay. Well, he looked. He did not look. He did not look like he played there last year. I'm just gonna put that out there. He looked. Thanks for that last year. Yeah. Okay. He looked it terrible at one point, man. I mean, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I'm. That's <laughs> he played last year too. He's here half. It give you a couple good games. Good games, yeah. Couple bad games, and that's what the commentators were saying too. That's why I was shocked that they were ranked so high as 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 far as number eight. But number I, eight, I, okay. I'm going here to put it out on the limb. They're probably ranking them 
also basically they, that defense. That defense, yep. Man, that's that. That's that's what I'm gonna I'm go out of the limb to say they was ranked that high based off that defense alone. Well, that defense, I'm saying that defense, that defensive front is nasty, bro. It might be one of the best defensive fronts in the nation. We shall, we shall see, we shall see. But that, that's just my take on that. So you know, I, like I said, I'm just glad football, college football is back, and it was good to watch that. You know as well. You know, you kind of sit there, you watching that, and then you get the news of Andrew Luck breaking news. You like, wait a minute, like, like. right? Just <laughs> you know, I'm just like, wait, wait a minute.
please see your comments, like because we always put the email as well. Or hit me up on Twitter. I don't feel like you need to start. Uh, I feel like um, Javale McGee should start, and he should come off the oh. bench. Oh. Um, as well. Um, now, they, there has been talk that they are going to battle it out in training camp. JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard. We shall see. <laughs> why are you laughing, man? I don't know how about before I be. Why are you laugh? What is funny? That's what I'm just trying to figure out. What... <laughs> that was funny. That's what I'm trying to. Okay. All right. I see. I see. I see now. We finna, I see now. We finna go at it. Okay. So let me just finish this, and then I will let him talk. Since this isn't funny right now, I don't think it's funny. Um, <laughs> uh, we shall see how this plays out. Um, am I excited about the signing? Not really. Am I optimistic about the signing? You bet I am. Um, if he can at least give me, at least a, a, you know, at least give me a. A double double, or close to it. At least give me at least twelve and nine, or you know, twelve and eight, twelve and nine, or twelve and ten. I'll be okay with that as well. Uh, maybe a shot block here and there. Um, he's not going to be the main focus of the offense, um, so that's for certain. Um, he is playing with LeBron James. He is playing with um, Anthony Davis, so that's a plus right there as well. Um, you know, he's playing with Kyle Kuzma. Uh, we shall see. Um, that is how I feel about that. So I'm going to pass you, Twine. What you got to say? Because everything's so funny right now. You know, I don't see how funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I mean, yeah. you know. Oh, man. This is pure comedy. Boy, like I said in our last uh, episode, that that uh, that championship that went down the drain. <laughs> it really did. You mentioned how Dwight Howard has not had a double double since when? When was the last time he had a double double? Um, if I'm not mistaken, it was the 2016 2017 season. Okay, and you know how I always rip on people who is seven foot, six eleven to seven foot. How easy you should be getting double doubles. You well, know, the, that should be a given. That's well, a given. What? Well, not to cut you off, the reason the reason I mentioned that was because due to injuries. The last couple of years he hasn't been he hasn't been hasn't been healthy. So he's I not gonna give you a double double. You see what I'm saying? So I'm gonna let you continue. I, I understand that, you know what I'm saying? But when you out there, you should at least, you know what I'm saying, be able to give you ten to ten. I'm sorry. It's, it's too I agree with that. You should be able to give you ten to ten, you know. Even at your even with the due to injuries, your stats still stand. You're only missing games. You understand what I'm saying? Your mm-hmm. stats don't decrease because you're missing games. Your stats decrease because when you're out there, you're not giving them what you're supposed to give them. You know, point. You know, point being made. Okay. So continuing on here, again, this you know this this puts you in that in that situation here where he's going for a Kobe Bryant. You know, who he he couldn't handle the pressure of Kobe Bryant. You know, getting on his case for not giving him his all. You know, so now you're going with a LeBron James here who done won some rings as well, too. I see this falling flat on y'all face here. I see this faltering here. You know, I think, you know, it's just like um, him battling JaVale McGee, I'm going to be honest with you. If he can't beat out JaVale McGee, he should just be cut. He shouldn't be on the team. I've never been a huge JaVale McGee fan. 
I'll be the first one to tell you, you know, that's why he's always on Shaq and the Fool. You know, he, he may give you a, a, a play or two here and there. He may give you, you know, a couple of downs here and there. But at the end of the day, this is one of the flukiest big men I've ever seen in a very long time since probably Bill Cartwright with the Chicago Bulls. So I've never been a JaVale McKee fan. So I think that still weakens your team. You know, the depth ain't there. So either one of them, whoever is coming off the bench or starting, this weakens your team and that hurts your chances of that championship. I think when you get down to the nitty-gritty in the West, because the West is stronger than everything on the East and, you know, even stronger than they've ever been before with all these teams, I think this really hurts your opportunities going to the NBA championship. Point blank. Well, let me say this, and I stand corrected. I stand corrected. It was 2017 season where he averaged he averaged 16 and 12. I'm, I'm, that was my mistake on that. Uh, 2016 he averaged 13 and 12. 2018 he only played nine games. He was he averaged 12 and 12 and nine. So he could give you a double double easily. Okay. He gave you a double. Okay. I stand corrected. So I had to correct. I had to correct that. You know, he. Yeah, yeah. So he's a, he give you a double double. Now the question is, is that the last time he played, he he was healthy enough was the 2017 season. It wasn't 2016. It was 2017 season where he played for the Charlotte. You know, he played for Charlotte, and he gave you a double double. Um, as well, he played 81 games. It was the 2018 season where he only played nine games for Washington. So again, it all goes back to saying if the man can stay healthy, he could give you a double double. You know, but he got to stay healthy. That's the thing. But he doesn't have to be the focal point of the te- of the of the team. We just need him to just grab just grab some boards. That's it. You know. But I do agree with you saying is that you can't grab board. You can't average a double double, and that's a problem. You know. Now, do I feel like it's gonna weaken our second unit? I don't think so because if you think about it, let's say let's say if he does come off the bench, he come off the bench for Kyle Kuzma. I mean, we're I mean we're pretty deep for the most part. It's just again, you have to have a back. You have to have you. You have to get another center. You couldn't just go in there with Anthony Davis at the at you know um, having him play the five because he already said he was going. He wanted to play the four. He didn't want to play the five. So you have to go get a backup. As you know, you have to go get another center as well. Also, I would have preferred Marcin Gortat as well because he is, you know, just as tall as Anthony Davis. But I mean, like I said, we the verdict will be out on the White Howard. That's just it on that one. It's definitely going to be out there. Yeah, and Gortat, you know, I know he's playing overseas, but so is Kyle Kuma playing Kyle overseas Kuma. right now. Yeah. You, you could have got Gortat, you know, within enough time, and it wouldn't have been no contract issue right. or anything like that. That would have been your better move. But, right. Um, again, you know, I'm just looking at, you know, looking at this roster and names out there, and, you know, it ain't the most updated roster, but, you know, some of these names out there, I don't really think y'all that cute right now. I really don't. I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of question marks on this roster right now. So well, it's just like, uh, okay. go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, of course you're going to say it's question marks because everything was constructed and put together. They all haven't played together. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I'm saying. Not saying when it, when it's, I'm not saying because they ain't played together, you know. I feel like that's what you're saying. Professionals, professionals don't, don't learn how to make it work, you know, or either that or you don't play on that particular team. Right, exactly. That's just that. It ain't nothing about they ain't played together. Jared Dudley, I don't know what Jared Dudley going to get you right now. <laughs> you know, uh, Avery Bradley, I don't know what Avery Bradley going to get you, you know. Uh, Caldwell Pope, you know, he's decent, but, you know, he ain't the most consistent player. 
You know, right. Cook, seen the same thing out of him at Golden State. He's decent, but he ain't a consistent player. There's a lot of question marks out here. Danny Green, you seen how he just disappeared in the playoffs, so don't get me right. started on that one again. You, you got a lot look. of question marks on this team here. Okay, so look here. LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, and uh, and Anthony Davis, you know, it's, it's it's a lot of question marks. You got you got Giannis' little brother on here who's trying to, you know, still play on the route and not be in a suit coat sitting on the edge of the bench. Um, you got the rookie from Iowa State and uh, Horton Tucker. You know, you don't know what he's going to give you out there, but I can tell you when I watched him play um, at Iowa State, he had a lot of inconsistencies to his game, too. He probably mm-hmm. should have came another year. And you got Ron John Rondo. We know he can give you assists, but we know he ain't never been a good shooter. So, um, and then uh, – He get the shots when he open. How many times he gonna be open though, bro? <laughs> That's true. But I'm just saying, when he open, he go. When he get, when he open, he. When he open, I I done seen him just blow, flat out blow some three pointers too. So all right, a lot of question marks to this to this to this roster here compared to the west of the, the rest of the west. You know, from Houston to the Clippers. You know, um, even Golden State. I still think they got a stronger roster than the Lakers do right now. Uh, total overall. Let me let me let me clarify that when I say that total overall roster right now, you know, because again, there's going to be injuries, you know, there's going to be players that need to rest, so when I when I say that, I'm talking about total overall, I'm not talking about just a talent standpoint on superstars or nothing like that, because those players can't play the entire game for 82 games. So, so, so you just assume there's gonna be some injuries. You just, you just, I feel like, I feel like you just assume. But what I'm saying, I understand. I understand. I understand that. But, but it's a difference between players getting tired versus players getting, players getting injured. You know, you could take it. You could take you. Right. But who's to say? But what if they? But what if they don't? Right. No, no, I understand that because you don't you don't want to have your star players make play back to back. I get that. That's that's the trend in the NBA anyway with your with your core players. You don't want them playing back to back games. So I don't see LeBron James or Anthony Davis playing a whole eighty two games. You know, hell, I don't even see Kyle Kuzma playing eighty two games. I don't see a lot of these players playing eighty two games. Um, as well, they may close to playing like sixty or seventy games, but not eighty two games. But again. You're looking as far as again. I get your your analogy as far as like question marks go for the Lakers, but I'm just say this: don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> October 23rd, 22nd, whatever day it is, it could be October 35th. It can't come soon enough. We gonna see where the question marks gonna be at. You know, I, I you know you. I feel like you, I feel I feel I feel like you're hating right now with these question marks. Ain't you a Bulls fan? Ain't you a Bulls fan? Let's talk about that. But ain't you a Bulls fan? You know, it's a. Hey, I'm a, I'm also a sports analyst. This is podcast. I understand. I understand. Okay. Will we? Will we? Hey, look here. No, 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 no. I ain't waiting. But here, but here's my thing. Well, when it's time to get on your moves, I'm gonna make sure I break everything down myself. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. My hey, my team wouldn't end uh, NBA championship aspirations as 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 you as my fellow man Bobo said though. That's the difference. So you can break it down like that. Hey, we gonna be there. We gonna be there. Expectations to win the championship. That's cool. And now y'all y'all went from Javale McGee 
to Dwight Howard, you know, it's just like you don't have cousins no more. You know, I got to break it down. I got to keep it 100 with you, man. Hey, look here. It's a weak roster. <laughs> okay, okay. So, 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 well, I told, I, I'm glad you said that. So again, so again, October 22nd, 23rd, whatever day that is, I want when we when we when the game come on, I'm see, I'm, I'm, I'm when we when we do our do that sh- the show after you know after you know that following week, I'm gonna see how much the week roster is. I'm, I'm gonna compare I'm gonna compare my week roster. To the Clippers uh, roster, we gonna see how weak it is. I'm glad you said that. You know, it sound like you're hating a little bit, man. It's okay. It's okay. All right, I get it. I get it. I get it. I understand, I understand. <laughs> man. That first game gonna be tough. The for why coming into town, boy? That, uh-huh. Hey, it's gonna be a tough going. Tough, tough going, boy. I'm for real. All right, so. Uh, Man, well, we kind of extended it here, but let me get on my t- – let's talk about yeah. it. I knew we were going to battle about the Lakers a little bit. Yeah, man. Um, Don't get me started, though, Bo. I'm saying. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I was talking about real quick about let's talk about it. So we go stick with the Lakers, and I'm just going to – I'm going to touch on this one because it's funny, and everybody going to laugh about this one. But the whole Kobe and Shaq saga that's going on again here. Uh Kobe Bryant made some comments when he was in a, a, a little fundraiser um, uh, that that uh, he basically had told, you know, one of the media that if Shaq would have been in the gym, you know, he could have had 12 epic rings, you know. And he basically, you know, insinuating that Shaq would have worked more on his game, worked more on his body, you know, whatever, however you want to put it, you know, that – that dominant big man could have helped him win 12 more, you know. So, uh, you know, so once everybody, so once once Shaq heard that, you know, Shaq was finding back that if he would have passed the ball more in the finals, especially against the Pistons, they would have won those 12 rings as well too. And Shaq also put it out there that you don't win statues by not working hard. So he took some offense to that one there. So, you know, Kobe quickly, you know, uh, responded via Twitter and tagged Shaq in it and uh, told him that, you know, there was no beef between them. It was all love, and they too old to be beefing anywhere and put the hat Too old. <laughs> they are too old for this mess. But you know Shaq loves drama. I'm going to tell you that much. So it ain't going to take much to spark him off. If you watch TNT with him and Shaq, uh, him and uh, Charles Barkley, they get into it real quick when they disagree. So it wasn't going to take much, especially from a former teammate he had beef with once they were split on different teams anyway for them to get back and strip it. So I'm just going to hit a point this since we were talking about uh, your boy Dwight. Shaq said it was all good, bro. When he saw the interview, I thought you were talking about the white spelled D W I T C. How you spell his name, laughing out loud. So, <laughs> Shaq didn't even show it to the white Howard no respect. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we gonna let we gonna let that drama slide, and I'm gonna let Charlie keep thinking. You know that. Dwight Howard is a good fit for this team, so I just want to kind of point that out. <laughs> I, see, I never said he was a good fit. I, what I said was that, you know, it's... What you say? You, 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 you like to pick up? You thought that was a fit. No, I did not. No, that's not what I what I said. <laughs> see, there you see, there you. We not gonna do. We not gonna do this. Man. We, we're not going to do this. This is not what I said. Was 
was that I was surprised about the pickup, but at the same time, if he could at least give me a double-double like he did in 2017 season and 2016 season, I would be okay with that. He wasn't my first choice. That's what I said. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I see where you try to go with this. Now, as far as now, now as far now as far as the other two go, real quick, you know, um, Kobe Bryant is a basketball player. You know, goat. You know, the goat in my opinion. Anyway, we ain't gonna debate that because I want to go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Okay. Yeah, man. Look here. Look here. The goat. Look here. Look here. We'll debate that another time. <laughs> but yeah, they too. But yeah, they. Okay, okay. All right. All right, here you go. That's cool. That's cool. But yeah, they too old. They too old to be trying to they they too old to be trying to do this bad on the real. Like seriously, especially Shaq. Like he always try to get to us somebody, especially like you said on T N T. Um, they got their PNC thing um as well, uh, inside the NBA. Him and him and Charles Barkley always get to it. especially Shaq, he say them famous words, You have rings. <laughs> so you don't want to get so him started. You try to discredit him as a player, so you know yeah. it's just like it don't take much for him to you know right. have a few. So yeah. But keep going. Yeah, yeah that's just about it with that man. So I'm glad it wasn't no beef or nothing like that. It is what it is. I wish they would have had they could have won at least six or seven rings, you know, they could have been a uh uh, a dynasty off a dynasty off a dynasty. They could have surpassed, you know, the nineties bull you know, the nineties bulls, in my opinion, and, you know, if that relationship would have, you know, would have just would have just worked and, you know, put their differences to the side like they like they could have kept doing, but we would never know. It is what it is. They won three, you know, they lost in the they last finals together. It's all good. You know, move on, you know, go from there. Egos kill everything, boy. Yeah, egos is a mug. Don't worry about that with the bulls. Don't worry about that with the bulls at all. Yeah. All right. So, for my second, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the coach. Going back to the coach, bringing in veteran quarterback Brock Osweiler for a visit. Now, y'all already know where I'm going to go with it, but I'm going to take you there. There is a much better quarterback still sitting out there. (laughs) He won't remain nameless. I'm going to put it out there. Colin Kaepernick is sitting right out there. And you going after Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler ain't done much of anything. He's been terrible. You know, he's one of those quarterbacks that they, you know, they keep going after, that keep, you know, circulating to other teams. I can lift a bunch of but I ain't going to go that far. Uh, but there is, you know, the last two two years, almost three years here, you keep seeing the same quarterback really ain't that good, keep circulating around and keep getting opportunities. But, you know, again, Colin Kaepernick is out there. That's all I'm going to say, you know. Do your research. Look at look at stats to see who better. You know, again, we all know, you know, what Colin Kaepernick did. He did lead the team to a Super Bowl. And I guarantee you, you know what I'm saying, maybe not past the numbers now because he done missed, you know, three years now in the NFL. But when you look at – touchdowns to interception ratios, when you look at QBRs, when you look at pass percentage, Colin Kaepernick looks better than a lot of these so-called backup veterans that they keep getting the call while he still keeps sitting out there. And if you've seen the video, the boy is in shape. He's still strong. He looks good and ready to go. So, Charlie, I'm going to pass it to you. Yo, thoughts on this so-called visit. We're bringing in Brock Osweiler, who we all know going to be signed anyway, but keep, keep, uh, keep it going. Um. I mean, you pretty much hit everything on the nail. I mean, they just call it what it is, man. I mean, he would never get a shot in the NFL. Yep, That's how I look at it. They call it spade a spade, man. I mean, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Brock Waller, Brock Osweiler will always be known as a backup because <laughs> when he's a starter, he doesn't do much. That's why he's a, you know, in some other people's eyes, not in my eyes or your eyes, he's a quality backup backup quarterback. <clears throat> I don't look at him as that way. Now, don't get me wrong. He has torched our Bears, <laughs> you know, when he plays. I don't know how. I don't know how. He always has our number when he plays the Bears. I, I never understood that. But uh, – I, but I, if, yeah. I could break down film work, but ain't yeah. Gonna, but again, I bet he has right, right. But what I'm but trying to what I'm alluding to is is that again, it's just again, like you said, it's called a spade a spade. He won't get the opportunity in the NFL, uh, especially you know, as you know, not even a starter, but not even as a backup. So I'm not surprised by this. It is what it is. Um, you just hate it for. Hate it for him, uh, you know, Kaepernick as well, because he does deserve an opportunity. Uh, we know they're going to sign Brock Osweiler. Um, he may not even touch the field. He's just an insurance backup, that's all, just in case what happened. You know, just in case something happened to Jacoby Brissett, you know, as well. Because I know they're not going to – The coach got huh? a backup. The coach got a backup already, though. Right, that's right. That's the whole thing. So right, I get it. Yeah, right, exactly, right. I mean, but – Again, we you know we're not in the front office, so all we can do is just give our thoughts and opinions. But I do agree. I mean, it's just it's like I said, it is what it is, man. You know, you just hate it for you know you hate it for him, but and then we can do. You know, you just see, you see it all the time. You see backups getting opportunity that should not get an opportunity. I mean, man, they could be sitting at home. You know, not even sitting at home. You got backup quarterbacks that be teaching class. That's substitute teachers, and they get a phone call <laughs> before that man. You know what I'm saying? Or it's working at a grocery store, right? <laughs> working at, huh? Yeah. I said some, uh, uh, in the real estate industry, right? Right, construction, right, construction worker, you know, a sales agent or something. You know, car salesman. They get a phone call. It's just like man, you know, so. That's just my take on that, man. It's just a, it's sad, but it's reality. That's how I look at it. So you know, gotta, that's how you have to look at it. That's just how I feel about that, man. It just sucks. It really does. Like that it is. That it is. That it is. Yeah. Well, on that note, we gonna go out here and close out the show. So, Charlie, hit him with your final thoughts before we end up closing out the show here. For sure. Yeah. Real quick, my final thoughts is just this, man. Next Thursday can't come fast enough. At all. Hold on. Not even just next Thursday, but let's just, just start tomorrow. College football. It's still yeah. week one. You know, you, you know, you yeah. got the you got you got Clemson playing tomorrow. You got some you got a couple good teams playing you know, playing tomorrow. Then you know, Friday is some good teams playing. And then Saturday you got, you know, my Illinois, they play. You know, I get the I finally get to see what Brandon Peters is gonna do. Cause I feel like again is that at some point Williams is gonna end up is gonna end up starting for Illinois as well. And I'm and I'm I'm glad reporters and everybody saying how Illinois is gonna be the bottom of the division. Um, as well, because I believe that. Huh? Okay, that's cool. You so you you want them too? Okay, all right. So when they so so okay okay, listeners, everybody, family, and friends. So when they not, when they not, I'm going I'm gonna put in. I'm gonna I'm gonna let everybody eat that home pie, include you. So I'm gonna let you eat it for real. I'm gonna serve you up my famous apple peach cobbler humble pie on the real. Apple peach cobbler. Apple peach cobbler pie. I'm gonna take it up. 
no, no, no. That's what I do. I, I do my thing with that. You know, come on. I, I do my thing. But going back to what I was saying, we going I get to finally see what Illinois has, what they have done in the offseason, bringing in JUCO players, transfer players from other schools as well, you know, bringing everything together. Also, and you know, we got our plate, we got our uh, playmakers back at the running back and wide receiver position as well with Corbin, Corbin at the wide receiver, I mean, at the running back position, excuse me. Um, we got our, our wide receivers back as well. We got some tight ends, but I just want to see what that defense is going to do as well. You know, again, it's versus, again, it's, it's against Akron. But I just want to see what my team can do as well. Now, once we get into Big Ten play, which is going to be in the next three or four weeks, that's where the true test is going to come as well, especially when we go up against Wisconsin because I'm going to that game in Champaign, uh, Illinois against Wisconsin. So I get to see it firsthand, you know, up close and, you know, not even, just, not even on TV, but just up close of what Illinois could do against Wisconsin. I'm hoping they beat Wisconsin, which I feel like they can. But, <clears throat> again, I'm just excited about college football in general because I can just sit at home and watch it, <laughs> watch it as well okay. and record it. But also, too, next week. Oh, I got the hookup. Yeah, I'm like, Matt Spear, I got the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Oh, you know, so. And then next Thursday, the game, you know, the game of all games. It's going to set the tone. Man, I'm excited, man. But, you know, just football is here. It's just back. So that's just my final thoughts, Twenty Man. So I'm gonna let you have your final thoughts, man. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Final thoughts. I'm ready for college football too. Still my all-time favorite sport. Excited. You know, I'm excited to see what my uh, Florida State Seminoles gonna do this year. They definitely will be better than the hometown team, Illinois. I tell you that much. So anyway, moving past that. You a hater, man. I ain't no hater, man. I gotta keep it real. <laughs> you a hater, man. I, I, I say he loves you, Smith. On his last decline with the Bears, <laughs> and I see how he didn't make the improvements or the adjustment. So he got okay. a lot of talent. He, you know, he trying to. He ain't never been no offensive guy. He ain't never picked the best offensive coordinators. Trying to figure out what to do with these quarterbacks right now. Just sound like Rex Grossman. And, and, and Kyle Orton all over again. It's about to be a debacle. Hey, look here, man. You go ahead, go ahead. You worry about the go ahead, pitch five double. Don't worry about Illinois. You worry about Florida State. What you worry about? Don't worry about Illinois. We got this over here. We got this. I'm from there. I'm from there. So I'm I am too. I got you. It's cool. I'm just saying. You worry about your team. Don't worry about my team. You worry about your team. My team always having to make business. I tell you that. Okay. <laughs> so that being said, oh, you know as. Same like Bobo. I'm always excited about my Chicago Bears. We're going to set that tone. We got to go ahead and extend that that rivalry win streak again here, get back where it's supposed to be. You know, we don't handle our business. I already talked about that earlier, so I'm not going to talk too much about that. And I'm also excited the fact that, you know, I finally get back into fantasy football for the last yes. year. I made it to the championship, and I lost. So this year I'm trying to take – Take it all the way. I'm trying to win it all the way. So, you know, we got another draft coming up here. Uh, it should be this Sunday here. This Sunday, so yeah. It's going down. It's definitely going down. So, yeah, so that's what I'm excited about. So, that being said, Charlie, go ahead and hit him with your handles, and we're going to go ahead and end the show. All right. Yeah, so my Twitter is Charlie 8606. And we just appreciate everybody, you know, everyone that's follow, you know, following us and just showing us love and support. And like I always said it at the end of every show, man, we're going to keep this train going, man, especially, like he said, 
my, my mother, whole, you know, my the one half of this show, my 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 big bro, fantasy football is here. So we definitely gonna be putting that in our show as well too, also as well. So I'm coming for you, Twani. I'm coming for you, man. I'm coming for you. So I'm ready. I'm ready. You better be ready. <laughs> so what sounds about it. Be about it. You better yep. be ready. It's, it's happening. That draft. We gonna see what it looks like. <laughs> yep. All right. So my handle is for Instagram and Twitter. Brandon underscore elite. The email for us is from the sideline guys with an S at Gmail. So again, like like my man, my brother Bobo said, we appreciate y'all coming back. We appreciate all our listeners, new and old. Please keep passing us along. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, take that link and just go ahead and send it. It's real easy to do. You ain't got to mm-hmm. copy paste it. It'll take you right to your text message and you can send it. Hey, if you see us on Twitter, retweet it for us. You know, if you see it on Instagram, if you see us on LinkedIn, it's all out there, man. Mm-hmm. So, so we got mad love for y'all. We, as Bobo said, we gonna keep the train rolling, man. This is what we do. This is our outlet. We do it for the fun and the love. Nothing else. Yep. Also, else. also too, shout out to my fantasy football league, Damn Degenerates. Um, I think we're drafting Sunday, Sunday or Monday. Uh, my guy, my guy Bolden, man. That he, that he. This is like the third year I'm in his league. So whole, I think it's going to be a keeper league. So, like I said, shout out to him, man, for, you know, we I think we finally got a league now where I think it's like a 12-man, 12 12-person 12 league, excuse me, because we got female, females and males, which is a plus. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be crazy, man. So, I think I draft Sunday or Monday. I'm not for sure. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, shout out to his league, man. So, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So on that note, we'll be back with y'all real soon. Expect to hear from us um, from, um, you know, probably after, the, you know, the first game of the NFL season here. You know, that's how excited we are about that one. So expect to hear from us another episode real soon here. So in the, until then, again, keep listening. Keep sending us out there. You know, stay with us. You know, we appreciate it. So go ahead and close out the show. So this is from the sideline, guys, y'all. From the sideline, guys. Bang. Thank you.